Welcome to the Shappin' Show. You're listening to 99.1 Shap Radio, KLCT LP, Lubbock, Texas. You're listening to Raymond Richardson. And Lisa Frey. This is our fifth show on the Shappin' Show. So if you're listening live on 99.1 Shap Radio, thanks for tuning in. If you're picking this up on the podcast, LCU Podcast, thank you for listening to that. And give us like five stars and stuff when you listen to us. So last month we had two kiddos on the show. Lisa, your daughter, uh, Shelby Fraze, yes. and my daughter, Leah Richardson. That was a lot of fun. So since that has happened, you've moved your daughter into Gullo Hall. Can you talk about that a little bit? Wow. It was a fun little experience. Well, for one, she was not here for the actual move-in times, and so I got to move her into her dorm. Um, But it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of people going in and out, a lot of excitement. Um, It's very nice dorms. Uh, They have all the furniture there and so you just kind of moved your personal items in and they even had a living room space she's in actual four room suite and so it's it was really fun to watch the girls get all excited and try to decorate their rooms how they wanted it and then they trying to decide how the living room's going to look i mean it was just an exciting time you know we talked about that for most of the fall semester on this radio show about the excitement of Gello Hall, and I think it's living up to its hype. Yes. I mean, my daughter talks about it a lot, how she loves the newness of it, uh, how she loves just little aspects of it that, that are different from the courtyards, that are different from Katie Rogers. It's things that are just exciting and new for them. So. It will have its own really cool reputation, just like KR and Johnson yeah. Hall yeah. Uh, eventually. Yes, so. and it has rules. That everybody's trying to adjust to and learn how to do. This is the first time on campus that they've had a guy's wing and a girl's wing under the same roof. And so they're all trying to figure out how to make that work and be positive about it. So, What's been one thing that Shelby said, I really love this about Gullo Hall? She has really talked a lot about, well, being able to see her friends right across the hall going into their places and learning how they're decorating. And she's all the decorating person. But she did mention that the water pressure in Gullo Hall is amazing. Has lots of different ways you can, lots of different settings and everything. And she said the pressure is great. And so that's been a kind of a fun that's, thing. That's really important. It too. is. It is. Yeah. That's what wakes you up in the morning. So. You know, in that Gullo Hall, you don't, like Katie Rogers, you know, the, the ladies walk down the hall, I think, to shower. Is that right? No. Oh, okay. No, and these dorms. How does this work? Okay. No, uh, no uh, Katie Rogers. Oh, Katie Rogers, yes. Yeah. Yes, you are walking down the hall and you're doing this community, different stalls, bathroom, yes. But at yeah. Gullo Hall, you, you, it's in your suite. It so is. you share a bathroom. With one person, I think. One person. So if you have a two-bedroom suite, you have one bathroom in there with a living room. If you have a four-bedroom suite, you have two bathrooms, two sinks, and a living room outside of your room. That's, so, that's got to be a nice. big perk. Yes. yes. Yep. You know, um, if you've been on campus, you've seen uh, the Gullo Hall going up, and now it's finished on the back side, on the south side of Gullo Hall. It's called the Cardwell Courtyard. And it's beautiful landscape. There's a fire pit. There's barbecue pits. There's all kinds of cool stuff to hang out on mm-hmm. the south side of Gullo Hall. Yeah. But on the north side, it's still a little bit under construction. Yeah. And I don't know if our students know what's going out there, but we're in the process of pickleball courts, uh, two pickleball courts, two sand volleyball courts, a pavilion to hang out. So you talk about the hub of students hanging out and enjoying the outdoors and 
being together, that's going to be a really neat spot mm-hmm. for our students to congregate and fellowship and hang out. Yeah. And that's kind of between Gullo and like the CDC and, and Katie Rogers kind of all in that little open space there. It's It hasn't been used in a long time. So I think this is a great space for people. And that's really a lot of when people are coming from, the girls are coming from Katie Rogers. They pass by that little area every day. When you're going somewhere from the CDC towards the RIP, I mean, those are the kind of times that you go by that place all the time. It's just never had anything there for them. That will be a student highway through there, won't it? Yes, it'll be great. And, you know, what's even, I think what's cool is it's right next to intramurals where they play, I don't know what all intramurals they play, but... They're, they Sand football, volleyball. well, football, yeah. and what do y'all play, Brennan? What are what are all the intramural games? Intramural, so there, there's volleyball. I think there's kickball. Kickball, I've seen and, that. Instead mm-hmm. of softball, I think for a while they tried softball, but I think kickball, kickball is a little more fun, just because <laughs> it, it's fun watching people try to kick a a, a dodgeball. But yeah, uh, there's basketball. I mean, there's. There's a lot of different things. I'm not in any of those leagues because I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of out of my prime, so I try to avoid. Uh, You're 19 years old. You're not out of your prime. 20. Okay, 20. 20. All right. Big 2-0. Hey, by the way, that's Brennan Riker, um, one of my favorite students on this campus. Uh, he runs the Shap Sports Radio um, program and calls all the games and heads the station up here. He's just fantastic. He so, is the voice of LCU right now. Yeah, so we're excited to have him on. He's going to talk a little sports with us in a second, but um, back to school. So we're we're back to school. Students are here. It's not a ghost town anymore. It's fun. Yeah. Although the weather's been cold on campus and windy. Yes, very cold and very windy, and I do not like that kind of weather. (laughs) I saw the forecast for next week is like high in the 20s and low in the, like the low is like five. I'm never leaving the office. No, but it's fun to see all the students back on campus. It brings a little life back to the campus. When they are not here, it's a totally different place. Kind of like you're saying, a ghost town. Um, but now we have people bustling around, getting to classes, getting coming into all the way to the Cardwell because they've got to get their accounts in order and those kind of things. So actually, we do see students a lot more um, now that everybody's back in session. They're all getting to their classes, going to their hangouts, going to chapel every day. So it's fun. Well, just from our office, the advancement mm-hmm. office and the alumni office, December is always a really busy month, and and this may be a really just the perfect time to say thank you to all of those who support LCU, yes. our alumni, yes. our donors, our friends, our community partners. We have a lot of friends at LCU, don't we? We do, a and, lot, and there's no way we could say it enough <laughs> how much we appreciate all the support we get. I mean, and, in, in, in donations, sure, but in the relationships that we have, it's just so fun and important to have. That makes this thing work. Yes, yeah. And I think our students see that. Mm-hmm. I think they know that. Yeah, you know? I think it's yeah. more important than anything is to have mm-hmm. good relationships with everybody. So, Our year-end giving uh, was great. So thank you mm-hmm. for all of those who stepped up and supported LCU from a financial standpoint. Uh, that's important. And yes. sometimes we shy away from talking about that mm-hmm. because it has to do with money. But thank you for those who have uh, given to LCU and made a lot of things work for our students, uh, made a lot of spaces like Gallo Hall even possible, mm-hmm. and scholarships for students that might not be able to go to LCU, made those things possible. So really, yeah, you can't say it enough, and you can't say it. I mean, here's what you have to say. Our donors, our alum, our friends, our community partners, 
make these make this campus possible. It's our lifeline. It is. It is. It's very good. I love it. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. So uh, let's. Hey, I saw something on the calendar coming up next week talking about one of your alum, uh, one of our LCU alum, Kristen uh, Vanderplas. Mm-hmm. Kristen Lafanier Vanderplas. Yes. The chamber has this thing where they nominate once a year uh, 20 people under 40 years old. Top as 20 under 40. Yeah, and she yes, got that. She did. She was nominated by somebody really cool here at LCU, and um, they considered it, and they have, they're going to honor her next week. And so we're so excited for that. I mean, she's, she's one of our professors in our business department, and, and she does a great job. Um, very helpful to everybody. She's an attorney here in town. and so Yeah, let's talk about Kristen yeah. for a second. She's an attorney. Yes. She's a community partner with LCU. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think last year I got a coffee mug that had her yes. uh, law firm on it and on LCU community partner on the other side. Yes. We have loved that in our office. Yeah. It's a fun idea to see that. That, yeah. that. She's all in. Yep, she is. And she definitely deserves this award. Yes. Uh, that's put on by the, I think, the Lubbock Chamber, Chamber of Commerce. Commerce. So we, um, we're we happy for her. Yeah, yeah. we are. That's yeah. a big deal. Yep. Really big deal. Yep. All right, uh, so Brennan Riker, come up to the mic. I want to talk a little bit about sports and all the things that are going on with the Shaps and the Lady Shaps. Let's start with let's start with tonight. What's going on tonight? Tonight, the uh, women and men uh, are hosting the University of Texas Permian Basin. Uh, they'll play today and then again Saturday. But tonight, it's uh, UTPB. The women will start at five thirty, and then the men will start at seven thirty. For those who are listening live right now, uh, the Lady Shap pregame show will be at five p.m. and then, of course, tip off at five thirty. Chaparral intermission show at uh, seven p.m. and then tip off for the men at seven thirty. So it, it, it's going to be. A very good game, uh, a student promotion. It's going to be Luau night at the Rip. There's going to be so many different promotions for students to come and enjoy, including a chance for students to win uh, Lauren Daigle tickets. One student will, will walk away tonight with two Lauren Daigle tickets. So that's going to be really awesome. And I know when people read UTPB, they might not think, oh, that's to the caliber of Angeles State or West Texas A&M. UTPB has very good programs. Their women's program is very good this season, and their men's program is very season. So in addition to having fun, it's going to be a good basketball game for both the men and the women, and we're excited to see what happens tonight tonight on the court. Hey, so it's a luau tonight? <laughs> yes. Lisa, We I don't think no one asked. Did anyone ask us to do the luau? Like, no, cook? Or, that would have been an awesome idea. I know We could have done that. We could have pulled that off really But we well. are doing a tailgate this weekend. We are, on Saturday. On Saturday. Yep. Yep. But let's talk about UTBB for a second. They're ahead of us in the West Division on the men's and the women's side right now. Yes. So this is not going to be an easy game. It's a big game. It's not going to be an easy game. And again, these two programs for UTPB are on the rise. Uh, Me and uh, Nathan Carcino were talking about it. Their women's program, they've already surpassed last year's uh, conference win total. And he got to see them a couple months ago when UTPB was here for the Food King Classic. And he he thought they were impressive then, and they've only gotten better. It's And that's just what the Lone Star Conference is, especially uh, for those who don't know, in the Lone Star Conference, there's two divisions, the West and the East. LCU is in the West Division. Uh, the West Division, in my opinion, is tougher than the East. 
on the men's side, uh, now on the women's, the East is Texas Women's and UT Tyler. Very good programs on that end. But the West Division is well well-rounded, and you play everyone in your division twice, home and away. So we'll see UTPB twice, and that's tough because you're going to see uh, not only them twice, but Angelo State, West Texas A&M, Eastern New Mexico, and Cameron twice. So uh, it, it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination tonight, but that's why you play the game because – you're going to get better. We're still still early on in conference play, and uh, iron sharpens iron. We are dropping knowledge today about sports in the on the Shapin Show. This is an, this is a first for us. Yeah. Usually we just say, "Hey, these teams are doing good. You are on point." So thank you, Brennan Riker. Well, thank you. I, I love getting talked about sports. I mean, this is what we're passionate about. We love doing what we do for LCU and what our students have the unique experience to do uh, for Lubbock Christian University, get a firsthand experience of what athletics is like, a front row seat, and they get, I mean, th- there's so much. It's it's awesome to see uh, the university rally behind our program. The university does, the athletic department does, and we're just so blessed to have uh, opportunity to LCU to do what we do. That's awesome. Brennan, you go to all the games because you're the sportscaster on these things. Tell us what difference it makes to have the student section there full. Well, I'll say this, uh, I, and again, I was talking to Nathan about this. Uh, my freshman year, uh, when I first got to LCU, LCU was hosting, uh, the, the men were hosting West Texas A&M in a November game. It was listed as non-conference, but the two teams were going to meet early in the season. And uh, WT was ranked first. I think we were ranked number three. And I went to that game a- as a student. We hadn't started the Shap Radio Sports Network at this point. And we went to this game, and that was the most fun, the most fun single experience I've had as a college student watching a college event. It was, there was over a thousand people there. The students packed it and made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. And so I have thought about that, and I'm like, I would love nothing more than to call a game and have the students roaring in the background. I can't hear myself think because they're cheering loud and they're getting after the opponent players. Uh, respectfully, of course, nice things being said. Christian-like. Christian-like, <laughs> yes. Christian-like. But I, it makes all the difference in the world to have students at these games and set the tone for a basketball team. Yes. I love that. It, there is a difference, and I, that's why I wanted you to talk about it because you see it more than I do. I've seen it probably once a year or so where they uh, just a ton of them come, and it totally makes a difference on how they play and their energy and the, just the energy of the crowd. It makes a difference in the game experience. Because then everyone else in the crowd kind of gets behind yes. the students, so then mm-hmm. they're also chanting, defense, defense. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's so awesome. It's what makes college athletics special is when you have – not only a good a good crowd, but a good, strong student presence at these games. And again, tonight, they can make a difference in the game against two good teams in UTPB. I love that. That's great. Before we get to Saturday's game, because I want to talk about that too, um, we've had two of our men that were Lone Star Conference Player of the Week last week, uh, Kendall Dow and... Tyrus Morton, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. And then Lone Star Conference Offensive Player of the Week, Grace Foster, right? Grace Foster. Absolutely, right. yeah. And Grace Foster, first of all, Grace Foster, 
is so much fun to watch. I mean, it is so hard to defend Grace Foster. She is fun to watch. Uh, she's such a playmaker and a difference maker on the court. Uh, and then for the men, Tyrus Morton, uh, he's also fun to watch. I really enjoy watching his style of play. He's a go-getter. If, if something's stagnant and something's not moving on the court, he's going to be the guy to go get a bucket and get things moving. And it's not just... In, in the front court, in the back court, he's making defensive plays. He's a well-rounded player, and that's what makes it fun to watch. It's fun whenever your offense scores 90 points, but you got to keep your opponent from scoring 90 points, and Tyrus Morton is a big de- difference on our defense. Then Kendall, I mean, he, no sophomore slump for him. He is hitting threes like no one else's business. He went off against Oklahoma City on, on December 31st, uh, had career-high 30 points against the Stars. I mean, and, and he hit, he was 11 for 14 from the field. That is such a remarkable mark, and he's another player that can just light up the scoreboard. I love that. Um, one thing, I, or so are you calling the game, or are you and Nathan both calling the game tonight? So tonight on the call, uh, Grant Moore and Nathan Carcino will be on the call for the women's game, and then Nick Teague and uh, Nathan will be on the call for the men's game i have a job for nathan okay okay i love coach gomez i mean he is just the best in the world but he has some really good facial expressions mm-hmm. you know different times and different ebb and flows through the game sometimes they're happy sometimes they're sad y'all need to name some of his facial expressions like give him a name let's do something fun with that yeah i would assume that we would just call it the gomez the gomez look so I mean- is the gomez happy and sad and mad and what we got to get a little more specific. So that's y'all's next job is to okay. name the facial expression from Coach Gomez. And, and we can also add in the movements too, because there's the there's oh, yeah. the fist pump. Yeah. There's kind of swing of the arm. Yeah. There's the there's the stomp. There there's the uh, uh, the hands out. I mean. He's he gets animated on the court and he gets after his players, but it works out in the end because all all those players on the court respect him and respond well to his coaching in the middle of a game. And they all love Jesus, and that's what I like. Yes, I, and you want to talk about a a great man of faith, Steve Gomez is one of the best people at being a great character, a character of faith in it. And you can tell because it, it, it um, shines through his players. And that's what really impresses me. And I, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a single person say anything bad about Steve, Steve Gomez. I mean, it's, it's a perfect person to lead uh, the a program at Lubbock Christian University. Yeah. All right, so let's jump to Saturday real quick, and then we got to take a break. So Saturday, we've got Angelo State coming to town to the rip, and so that's another big one coming up. We're doing a tailgate that day. Can you talk about that, Lisa? Yes, the tailgate will start at 1130 in the parking lot of the rip. The game starts at 1, so come out early at 1130, and you'll be getting your sausage wraps. And No, sorry. No, sausage and pineapple. Sausage and pineapple. pineapple. Have you tried that, Brennan? I have not. It this is. is the first time I'm hearing of yeah, this. Yeah, we're going fancy on this thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of big y'all deal. always go fancy, though. Yeah, but we're up in our game a little bit. But which, to be fair, me and Nathan sometimes get the behind the scenes. Don't, um, don't be stats. telling people about that. <laughs> well, they don't know what it is. So, so I won't this, tell them that. So this time it'll be kebabs and um, pineapple. Are we going to put 
jalapenos. Peppers. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. We can do that. I think we okay. should. Okay. So who gets to come to the tailgate? Because like, do students can they just like come get free food? Absolutely. Can, what about what about if you wear a San Angelo? Angelo State T-shirt. Do you get free food? <laughs> well, we're going to be Christ-like, and we're going to offer it to anybody. Who oh wants no, to. that was the wrong answer. But, yes, it's the right answer. <laughs> we're not going to turn you away, but we're going to oh, no, really we, make sure our we people charge. get fed well. Yeah, <laughs> okay. if you have the opposing team, we start charging for student scholarships. <laughs> yeah, How's that? Ten bucks a yeah. Ten bucks a kebab. <laughs> hey, we're just kidding. Business yes. office, we're not doing that. No. Okay. <laughs> So let's talk about saying, so we're an hour and a half before the game. Yes. Tailgate opens. Yes, tailgate is 1130. Game starts at one. So we'll have kebabs, skewers, yep. chips, waters, yes. sodas, all that kind of stuff. Cornhole. Cornhole. Pre-game yep. coverage. Yep. Pre-game coverage starts at 1230. 1230. Okay. Yep. We got it. Sometime y'all need to come out to the tailgate. And broadcast from we the tailgate. Do. We do. It's been a while since we've done a tailgate show, but uh, you know, early on in the semester, students are s- still trying to find their footing. But hopefully, later down the road for another uh, home tailgate, we can. And we have the capabilities. We have uh, obviously listeners can't see, but we have two different broadcasting units that we can use. So someone can be outside, and then someone can be inside. You know, we can jump right into That's awesome. uh, a broadcast. But yeah, definitely love to uh, do another tailgate That'd show. That'd be cool. So the tailgate sponsored by Johnsonville, but it is also sponsored by Happy State Bank. All so. tailgates are sponsored by Johnsonville yes. and United and Supermarkets United. Yes. because they really help us with the All product. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then we have some other folks that come in on top of that and sponsor select tailgates. Yes. yes. So who'd you say was the sponsor? It's Happy State Bank. Happy State time. Bank. Yes. Craig Wells. Yes. We are thankful for that man and yes. how they support Lubbock Christian Athletics. For years. Angelo State, just briefly, they're going to be good. No doubt about it. Angelo State's both their men's and women's team are good. Um, a- Angelo State's women's, they return a lot of tough players and, and and more. It's going to be probably so far the biggest test for the Lady Shaps after tonight. Uh, of course, got to take care of business tonight, but sometimes it's, it's hard not to look forward. Like, I'm really looking forward to the men's game because – the Angelo State's men's, they're they're pl- they're ranked 10th in the nation. Tonight, they're playing number four, West Texas A&M. So how do their men go from playing a number four and then having to come to LCU two days later? It's it, it's interesting, but a, a lot of respect for both of those programs. I, I like uh, uh, Angelo State's men's head coach, Vinay Patel. I've, I've met him, and he's a class act, really good guy. Uh, he always... <laughs> Anytime we're at a event, uh, a broadcast, he'll come up and give us a fist. But me and Nathan, like that's just the kind of person he is. So, uh, but yeah, we have nothing but respect for those two programs, and those are going to be even tougher because then, you know, this is where conditioning comes into play. Can you rebound, uh, you know, next day after playing a tough opponent in UTPB, and then uh, play probably, arguably, a tougher opponent in, in Angelo State. Well, that's good. So we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap this segment up. We're going to take a quick break. Um, come out to the RIP tonight, Thursday night and Saturday, and see some really good basketball. Meet the new AD, Andrew mm-hmm. Sorrells. He'll mm-hmm. be there. Yep, he'll be there, and I think he's going to be walking around talking to people and, and just getting to know our crowd. It's going to be really a good idea. All right, we're going to go to break. Uh, you're listening to Shop 99.1 Shop Radio. All right, welcome back to 99.1 Shap Radio. You're listening to The Shapin' Show with Raymond Richardson. And Lisa Freeze. 
Lisa, yes. you have a lot coming up uh, for the month of February, and it's it's really fun. It I mean, is. it is so it's a it's a labor of love, but yes. it's fun stuff. But let's let's really dive into homecoming. We said that in December that we were going to devote a lot of this show to really looking at the homecoming schedule. And when I look at this homecoming schedule that you put together, I'm really excited. So let's let's. Maybe not go through everything, but let's go through some of the fun stuff. Okay. <laughs> some it's of the all big fun. some it's of the big fun. stuff, okay? Okay. So we are going to it starts on Thursday because the coronation happens on Thursday. There's some basketball games. Uh, the nursing department has their kind of annual thing. Uh, but really, Friday is kind of where we start bringing more people into town because we're getting off work. They're coming in from out of town. and so, there will be, of course, always um, Friday at noon, there's always a board luncheon that we invite the classes of 58 through 64 this year. That's all those early pioneer times, and so we're excited for them to be a part of that. Then we have the Queen's Tea. Um, but What is that? The Queen's Tea. What is it the Queen's happens Tea? Every Can you say that in your accent? The Queen's Tea. Okay. Um, so it's going to happen at the President's House. It happens there every year, and it happens at 4 o'clock on Friday. If you are a previous homecoming queen, we've also invited those those early years. They We didn't really have homecoming queen. We had like May queen, and we had things like that. So if you are a queen from the past years, you are invited to come to this um, event. And what it is is our, uh, our 10-year returner who this year, it's going to be Brittany Muse. She does a little devotional at those things. And it's a little reception. You kind of just come and go. It's about, well, you you come and then you be a part of that time of devotional. And it's about an hour long. So it doesn't take up a lot of time, but it's a really special time for those those queens to get together. All right. My next, the next event is probably one of my favorites that is on the schedule for homecoming. Yes. This is the Coming Home Reception that will be at Gullo Hall. We're going to show off the new digs over there, the Gullo Hall. But it's going to be a, a kind of a, a concert, but a, a social, a fellowship, a get-together with a concert going on. And Jason Nutt, one of our alumni, one of our Red Dirt uh, country <laughs> singers, I love that he's guy. Yeah. So he's going to uh, kind of be leading a two-man band. It's not the yeah. full on, mm-hmm. but it's a... Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. set yeah. kind of thing. Yes, and then we'll also have Monomyth coffee out there, serving that to keep us all warm, and some cookies from Aramark. But um, we also are going to allow people to go into the Gullo Hall lobby. Yeah, just if in and out. If it gets a little chilly. Yeah. I know some people get chilly um, outside. That would be me. And so uh, it's it's going to be open, and that'll be great for people to actually see the inside of Gullo. It's not just an activity to stay outside the whole time. We'll it's, turn Yeah, we'll turn Jason Nutt up so loud that you can hear it <laughs> From the inside or the outside. Yes. So go to iTunes, download all your favorite Jason Nutt Highway yep. 70 songs, and be ready to sing along when he performs at Gullo Hall. Yes. And there is a possibility. I spoke with Reagan Branch, who's kind of the resident director over that hall, and she said we could do um, a, a we could open up a room if anybody wants to see that. Any of the alumni want to come in and look and see how it was constructed and what it looks like. They'll so be really be, jealous yeah. because they're going to compare everything to KR and Johnson Hall. So <laughs> That's not where they lived. That's right. For sure. These so, kids yeah. have it so easy these days. <laughs> they do. They don't even know. Yeah, we were living in cinder block, so it's not the same. <laughs> and that is one thing I've heard is that you can hear. Like, you never heard anything in Katie Rogers when you lived there because it was all cinder block. 
Well, now it's like sheetrock, and so <laughs> now it's normal construction. You can hear. Yeah, <laughs> you can hear um, your friends talking next door. But okay, and then after that, and then there is a '70s decade after party for any of those involved in those years. Um, that's something that uh, one of our alumni from the '70s said, "Hey, can we just get the whole decade there?" And I said, "Sure." So I'm. Um, we're going to have that from 7:30 to 9:30, the Betty Hancock Parlor, and then you have Master Follies at eight o'clock. So the Master Follies, there's mm-hmm. three shows, yes, right? Friday night. Friday night. Okay. And Saturday at 3. Saturday matinee. And Saturday night at 8. Okay. And Saturday night is kind of the grand finale. Yes. It's the big deal. Yes. It's where they is... give the awards and all yeah. that stuff. One of the things that I saw at, I think it's been the last year or two at Master Follies, is they sing maybe God Bless America, or they sing some patriotic song right at the end of Master Follies. Do you know that? It's the National Anthem. The National Anthem. Anthem. Okay, Brendan helped us out there. And it was just so sporadic. And then the whole crowd stood up, put their hand on their heart, and sang with them. It was kind of one of these cool moments that I've never seen before. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of fun. So then Saturday comes along, and you'll start to see, we kind of kick things off with breakfast social clubs. Chris Lickdahman and Quanania will always have theirs at 8 o'clock in their uh, places that they have them, the baker or the sub. Um, Then we're going to have a school of business reception. That is different this year from last year. And that is anybody who's an alum from the school of business can come to the school of business atrium and have a time there from 930 to 10. That's right before Alumni Chapel. At the Dr. Dobbs, Krista Dobbs building on campus. Yes. And then the School of Education has their reception, but it's in the McDonald Moody Auditorium like they do every year from 945 to 10 right before Alumni Chapel. All right. Let's go through that. because Alumni Chapel. Like a lot of people come back for Alumni Chapel. Well, maybe Master Follies is the number one. Yeah. Number two is Alumni Chapel. Yes. And it's really kind of moving every time I've gone. I mean, every time I'm there, it kind of... Brings a little tiller to my eye. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, because it's bringing everybody's emotions and all those that are kind of connected to chapel, what they experienced in chapel, brings it all back to you because you're sitting in those seats and you're looking at the stage. And and then you have some of them are having friends that are getting up there. We have a representative almost from every decade going to be in Alumni Chapel this year. Who? Tell what's going on. So... In chapel. The alumni uh, that will be speaking will be from the, the 90s decade. His name is Rob Duncan. And so he will be speaking. He uh, is a minister out in the Riodoso area. And then we're going to have One City Worship. And that has a lot of our alumni. I think everybody in that One City Worship group is an alumni. And that spans a lot of different decades in that group, too. Then scripture will be read by Jimmy Glenn, who's in the class of 74, and that's that 50th year reunion that's happening. We always try to incorporate them in the alumni chapel. And then we have a prayer from the 80s decade from Scott Jarvis. So it's going to be a fun time of just a lot of different decades represented on stage. It'll be a great time. It's a really good lineup. Yeah. And One City Worship is Mm -hmm. just awesome. Yeah. They are really good. They're excited, and they have a lot of energy behind them, so I think it'll be a good chapel. Do they do the, uh, like, beatbox thing? (laughs) You know, I don't know. Do they do that? Probably. Probably, because Gary Evans Jr. is in it, so I expect it. It feels like there's drums in there, but (laughs) it's just someone doing that. Gary Evans. Yeah. 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 
Okay. So then you go on to having receptions after chapel. That's There's a lot of those. Alpha Chi Delta, uh, Delta Kappa together. Then we'll have a sub T. They'll get together. Zeta Gamma. This year we're doing something different, and I'm not sure how long it's been since I've done this before, but it's the former clubs. So if you were in a club like Theta Rho or Meta Mo or... Um, Oh, there's just a ton of, actually, there's about 17, I counted. There's about 17 that have retired since the beginning in 57, 58. Um, and so they, some of them came in for a year or two. Some of them came in for 10 years. So what we're going to do is have everybody gather together, and we're going to have signs for each of them. So you'll know where to go, tables, so you'll know where to go to find your alumni from your social club. So I think it'll be a good time because a lot of times when people come back, if they're not involved in a club that's active on campus, they really don't necessarily see everybody. And so this will give everybody that hour to kind of go, okay, I was in, you know, Tomodachi. I'm going to go and see who else shows up from Tomodachi. So it'll be a kind of a fun time for them. After that, see. there's several lunches on campus. Yes. But let's talk about the lunch that's happening at the Rep Griffin Center. Yes, the tailgate. Yeah, let's, because... <laughs> Because this is kind of going all out, right? Yeah, we're going to do something a little different this year. We've always typically just kind of, you know, done the sausage wraps, and that's been great. But now we're going to try to make it a little more of um, It's an still atmosphere. Johnsonville. It is. It's still them, and we're still going to cook everything. But we're going to add to it this year. We're going to do some extra corn. Food, yeah. Extra, yeah. You know, yeah. extra food on the side, and then we're... There's going to be a big, big tent, tent for outside for yeah. people to sit under. Yeah. I mean, it's... You, you will not be able camp, to miss it. Yeah, come camp out with this. Yeah. Like, a tailgate is not coming to get free food and no. walking in. No. Come hang out. Yes. Let this be a... Pl well, it's going to snow because it snows every... <laughs> no, <laughs> don't say that. But come I'm hang out with I'm talking to God us. about this. Okay. <laughs> really, really, that's going to be a... Yes. That'll be a fun time. Yeah. Have cornhole. Um, we'll have some things that kind can, of... Yeah. And then community partners are coming out to that too, right? Yes. We've invited community partners to come out and set up a booth around the concourse of the Rip Griffin Center so they can kind of get to know our community and our community can get to know who supports us on a yearly basis. So we have around... Probably we'll have around 20 or 25 out of the 100. I've already got some that are confirming and some that are saying, oh, I'm out of town. I, I wish I could be there, but I can't. So they'll have a little booth set up where they can kind of tell you about their business and how they help LCU, those kind of things, and how we're connected. So. And then I think I heard that we're going to honor them at halftime of the we women's are. game. We are, yes. We want to honor our community partners. They have been such an, an amazing support for Lubbock Christian over the years. We've been doing this for six, seven years now. And so it's been a lot of fun building those relationships over the years. And we've gotten quite a few new ones over the last probably six months. And so we're happy to share those as well. Sometimes you see them at the parent orientation that we have in August, but that doesn't let them see everybody. And so I'm really excited for everybody in the LCU community that comes to that game to be able to really connect with those community partners. Hey, I just thought of something. Mm -hmm. It has to do with homecoming, but it's not in the schedule. If you have an LCU flag... Yes. Fly it during homecoming. And I don't care yes. where you live. If yep. you're in Midland or Amarillo La or La Misa, <laughs> yeah. fly your flags yes. from Wednesday to Sunday as yeah. homecoming's going on. And mm -hmm. if you need a flag, uh, talk to Lisa Fraze. What, what do you do for website. that? Go on the go website. Go on the website, onto the lcualumni.com, and you will see a, uh, towards the bottom of the front page, you will see a place where it talks about scholarships and then alumni gear. At that alumni gear, it'll show pictures of our white flag that we have new this year and our blue flags that you can order those online with a with a sweet donation that you want to give. So 
So, so we're saying to everyone, fly your flags from February the 14th, which is Wednesday, through February the 18th, Sunday. Yeah. And some of it may be flown until Monday. Yeah. Um, some of our, we have a lot of community partners in town. There's over 100, and most of them fly flags on that. So it is such a fun weekend to see our blue and there's white There's like flags. 800 flags going oh, out in yes. the community Yes, uh, for those four or five days. So yeah. LCU is well represented during homecoming weekend. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so after that, we've got some basketball games, which are mm-hmm. uh, going to be good. We're playing Eastern New Mexico on that Saturday of homecoming. And, you know, something that's happening during the men's basketball is um, a former athletes reunion. This is something we haven't had in quite a while either. We really are inviting all of those former athletes that's ever played in any sport at LCU to come back to that game, um, the three o'clock game, because at three thirty there'll be a reception for you. Um, and they'll be announcing, doing some recognition of those former athletes. Those are so important to LCU. All right. I'm going to jump to 530 to 7 on Saturday. That's the alumni reunion dinner. That's there in the uh, Baker Conference Center. Yes. But this is another really cool event right here. So yes. talk about that. Well, and it officially starts at 530, but we will probably open the lines at about 515. So you can come in, get seated, um, have your meal, and then we have... Brazos West Band playing during that time. And that's another little concert. You know, the theme of Master Follies this year is Sing It Out. So we're trying to play into all those things, but Brazos West is a great band led by uh, three of our alumni, at least. Well, Gary Moyers is one of them, Arlen Privet, um, who. Um, but this Spoon, is like, Tom uh, Spoon, yeah, this is like kind of bluegrass so. or. Yes. yes. It, it, it's, it is. It'll be fun. Uh, a little country. He country. said it's Son of the Pioneers kind of music. So yeah. So for the whole weekend, bring your cowboy hat. Yeah, for sure. And your cowboy boots. And hey, if you need to order some LCU cowboy boots, get a hold of us. <laughs> It'll be fun. And then Master Follies that night. Yes. Uh, the class of 74 is doing their 50th reunion that night. My, I have a, my son's a freshman in high school. And I asked him the other night, I said, okay, when we go to Master Follies, your sisters and CDs, you know, you got to vote for CDs. And he said, I don't think I can do that. Oh. And he said, I've already talked to Bill Bundy about this, and he has to vote for Sub-T. <laughs> I mean, he's like, Dad said, I don't think I can vote for my sister. I got to vote for Sub-T because me and Bill Bundy agreed to that. Yeah, good luck, Ryan. <laughs> when he was, I don't know, I've been at LC for 13 years, and the first year I went to Master Follies, I didn't understand it. Like, mm-hmm. it takes a little, if you didn't go to school here, you've got to kind of learn what is this, what is yeah. this, what is a show going on, yes. you know? And maybe, maybe a year or two after that, Ryan's probably two or three or four years old, and he starts standing up when they do the Oscar Mayer Wiener song with Sub T, and it's serious. And yes. he's been loyal to that for yes. the last decade. Mm-hmm. So when I said, you got to vote for your sister, he was like, I don't His know, I can are somewhere else. I know it. <laughs> Sorry, old Bill Bundy. Look what he did to my boy. <laughs> Sorry, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, then Sunday. Uh, yes. And Sunday's a really sweet moment. It is. A very special time in the Cardwell Welcome Center. We'll have a little uh, devotional and communion time. We started out by, if you come at 8, you can have coffee and pastries. But at 8.30 is when we start the devotional and communion time. And that's just a really special time because if you've ever done any singing in the Cardwell Welcome Center, it's beautiful because of the echo that happens in there. So it's really good time of singing that'll be led by Byron Rogers. And then we'll have a speaker and a communion thought and things like that by alumni. So... It's going to be a really special time before people head out. And I really want people to come to that. It's a special time, and I think more people need to come if they can right before they head off to go back home. 
a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for all your planning and all your hard work. And it's going to be busy, but it's going to be a good busy, right? Yeah. It's going to be a fun busy. We love to see everyone come home for homecoming. One of my favorite times of the year is homecoming. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have another student in studio with us. And so we'll introduce everyone to her and... um, We'll have some good discussion. So let's take a break. You're listening to 99.1 SHAP Radio. Welcome back to The Shappin Show on 99.1 SHAP Radio. I'm Raymond Richardson. And I'm Lisa Fraze. All right. We have another student with us in studio. And Lisa, why don't you take the honor of introducing this young lady? Oh, she's such a fun one with so much personality. I love Peyton Murray. <laughs> she is on our radio show today, and we are so excited to listen to you. You're, um, this is your second year here yes, at ma'am. LCU. So, no, girlfriend, don't ever call me ma'am. <laughs> we're too good of friends for that kind of thing. But we want to know a little about you. Kind of, you know, you were talking during the break that you it's it's learning all the things about LCU. So, how did you hear about LCU? What where are you from, and how did you hear about it? So I grew up in Wichita Falls, and I graduated from Holiday. And for those that don't know me, I am on the women's volleyball team here. Mm-hmm. And so for me, going to college, like I never really had an envision in mind because I kind of knew I was going to play volleyball. So if you're a student athlete, you're kind of aware you go on visits. Like you're really putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. You're emailing a lot of coaches. So I went on a ton of visits before I came to LCU, and so like going on all those college campuses, you kind of know what you want to look for. But coming to LCU, like I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know what I needed. And LCU kind of brought that, you know, like all my friends that go to college, I feel like they have way different college experiences because LCU is like such a community, and it also gives me like a Christian family. Which whenever you think about college, I feel like that's not what people immediately think about, especially when you're a student athlete. Like I really thought I was going to go to college play volleyball and then just get a degree like skim by like I'm here but LCU kind of brought this whole other world of what college really could be so that's kind of how I found LCU and I just know that God really led me here for all the right reasons because college is so much more than what I even would have thought especially with being a student athlete so yeah yeah Peyton we always try to have students on the show uh, once a month when we do this And when we met you, uh, and we'll talk about the Student Development Board in a second, but when we met you, um, I'll tell you my opinion. I was like, (laughs) who is this girl? (laughs) She's she's got a lot going, Mm -hmm. but your heart is so good, and I just have loved that about you. Um, so, So... Volleyball is one thing, right? But the the LC community is another thing. They're all together, but you've just like jumped in on campus too. Like you're in social club, you do all that kind of stuff. Talk about all the things you do on campus. So I am up in the volleyball team and then I got the opportunity to rush last year. And so I'm in the social club Kappa and you're probably thinking you don't have that much time. Like you are in a social club, you play volleyball, but I was like, I want to be part of it. So in Kappa, I'm a master follies director. So if you are familiar with anything about master follies, you know what a task that is and what a role like that does play. And then I also, one of my newly titled things, I'm part of the LCU student development board with these two. And uh, that's one of the things I've been really excited about. So I don't want to say that I'm spread too thin. I think I'm spread really well because I have the sports aspect. I have like the friends, the relationship aspect, and then I kind of have 
something that's really going to help prepare for my future. So those are some of the things that I do at LCU. That's really great. Yeah. And that, I'm really proud of you for just mm-hmm. jumping in mm-hmm. because a lot of people want to say, hey, I'm not going to do too much, right? I'm not going to spread myself too thin like you said. And you just did it. <laughs> and it's working. You feel it's working? Yes. The only thing is I also have a job at walk-ons, and that might be something that I'm going to have to cut off because <laughs> it's really hard to get done with school for the day and then go work from 4 to 12 at a restaurant. But in the LCU, I definitely think it's doable, and it's so fulfilling that it makes it so much, like it makes it worth it. So tell us a little about the Student Development Board. How did you hear about it, and kind of what is your project? So I, on the volleyball team, Chloe Menard, she kind of introduced it to me, and she, I remember my freshman year, whenever she was on it, she was a junior, she talked a lot about it, and she was so excited, and I could just kind of see when she would talk about, like, the excitement behind it, and so I was like, I need to do this, like, what is this? And so she kind of explained to me that you have kind of free reign to come up with something that you think LCU is not lacking in a sense, but something that really will help LCU. And I'm like, well, I'd love to be an advocate. Like, let me think of the things that, you know, and for her, she really was doing the Rip Griffin project, which is something that's so big. It was such a huge project, but um, that was kind of the example she showed me. So I was like, okay, well, if I ever see an email or I ever see anything about this, I'm totally going to at least, you know, not try out, but apply for it. And so I ended up getting the email about it and I did some more research. I was like, do I have time to do this? Do I have enough time, you know, to put, I don't know, good energy into it? And I totally did. And I'm so glad that I got to, because even the people that are also on student development board with me, they're the people that are super involved in things, but not the ones that are like in my club that I see all the time. So it's been like an amazing experience to like get to know these people that kind of are like-minded a lot better. Cause like every single person that's in student development board, we've got to know each other. And instead of just doing like a wave, we do like a, how are you? How was your Christmas <laughs> break? And so it's been nice to, get the stuff that I need, you know, for a future career to be able to talk to adults and be able to prepare something that I'm super proud of. And then, you know, still have the relationship aspect. So, so like, really... what do you do? What, what is a student? Once a month, you do what? Okay, so since I was in season, I am a little behind in it. So this spring semester is going to be really nice. But basically, we get to come up with an idea, like I'd said, that we think that LCU would benefit LCU. And we get to really like dive in head first. We have to, for me, am I allowed to say, I'm doing, um, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of this, but it's like a suspended volleyball net, which is something super cool, super unique. It's one of the new things in the volleyball world. And with this, it comes with you know, cost, calling companies, seeing what really applies. So not only do you have to come up with the idea, but you really need to figure out the data and the numbers and what something like this really would cost and what it would mean to the school. And so things like that, I feel like it's really preparing me because it is a lot, like, it's kind of like adulting, you know, like, it's not really easy. Like, this would be an amazing idea. I'm going to make a poster. No, it really is diving in and getting the data yeah, and the you've numbers. Got to, you've got to figure out, can the facility hold that from the yeah. roof? Is it engineered for that? Mm-hmm. How much does this cost? How much do I have to raise? And guess who raises that? those funds? You do, Me, right? Yes. You're, it's a it's a project that you have to do. It's an adult project that you have to do <laughs> from start to finish, right? Yes. Yeah. So... You go once a month to a business mm-hmm. and describe that. So I've only been to one of them, but basically we go in, you have to be prepared. You get to wear a cute outfit is what I like to call <laughs> it, but it's business professional. And you basically just go in front of a group, a business, you know, whoever 
is there that day and then you get the opportunity to really I almost present their idea but it almost is like a conversation because you're not wanting because I don't know about y'all but when someone's presenting right at me it's not as fun as if someone's like talking with me and so at least in my experience we had very nice people that let me you know do a five to ten minute presentation and then they got to ask me questions and more in-depth things and so it really is kind of like you're having a mutual conversation with someone but it's very professional you know yeah that's so fun okay so tell us about the first time you did it (laughs) were you nervous yes it's so it's just kind of vulnerable situation because I am I'm 19 you know Mm -hmm. so I haven't had honestly any opportunities to really be professional and really be in a situation like that but all of us were in the same boat so me and the other people that are on student development board that are also students that are you know presenting we were all talking and we were nervous we all had our note cards we're all hyping each other up but it really is nerve-wracking but I felt like once I got the first one out of the way and the people are so they were so kind to Mm -hmm. us and they really did tell us the things we can work on and things we did good I feel so ready to go do it again because it gave me like this I don't know, like an adrenaline rush. Like, I love to do this. Like, I want to keep talking. Like, I'm so passionate about this idea that I want to keep telling people about it. So, yeah. And going back to our community partners, that's where the Student Development Board goes. The businesses that we go into are our community mm-hmm. partners. And so they love to pour into the students. And so a lot of them are being able to give you constructive criticism, but are in a very encouraging way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> Peyton, what's your major? Well, it was criminal justice, but I just switched majors. I know that a lot of people don't know what they want to be when they grow up, and I'm kind of facing that little crisis. So right now I switched to business, emphasis in marketing, and then I'm minoring in criminal justice. So I don't know what I'm going to be, but I feel like it'll be really nice to have my options a little more branched out than just all my eggs in one criminal justice basket. Yeah. It's always fun. And you did such a good job. But you're not doing it just by yourself. You've had some help from your volleyball coach. Yes, yes, and, yes. And helping you talk these mm-hmm. through. So it's not like you're having to do all this by yourself. So. No. And I have my coach. Oh. Lisa's my coach. <laughs> well, and she really has helped me. She really has helped me. We've had to have That's a lot fun. of talks about, Lisa, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so You do a phenomenal job at it. You're great. Peyton, one of the things that... That I think within the first couple of days when when we met you, you you talked about your clothing, <laughs> and it's kind of a unique situation. So um, can can you just tell our listeners what your uh, routine or pattern or thought process is on your attire every day? I feel like I need to come with like we need the pictures or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like a. A statement, the clothes I get, I like to thrift or go to TJ Maxx in Burlington. I'm going to put that out there before I tell you what I do. So every morning I wake up and I try to make sure that I never outfit repeat, <laughs> which I know sounds crazy and y'all are probably like, well, that sounds like a lot of money and you know why, what's the point? Well, I wake up every morning and I make sure that I put on an outfit that I haven't worn before. And it's not like, okay... I've worn this shirt before. No, it's like, I've worn this shirt, but I'm going to add a cardigan and jeans with it. But no, I really do. You're never going to catch me in the same outfit. And if you do, don't tell me. <laughs> after you wear an outfit, then what? Well, I after I wear an outfit, if it's like a really unique piece, I'll normally like go to Plato's Closet and sell it back. Or if they're like, eh, we're not going to take it back, I'll just donate it back to Goodwill. And then I'll repeat, you know. But Goodwill has good deals. You know, mm-hmm. they have like 99 cent Wednesdays. So I'm telling you, it's really not that much like of a financial investment, you know, 
to wear something different every day. <laughs> you, you really could start your own radio show just on that topic, I think. <laughs> yeah. In like jeans, I definitely we wear jeans, you okay. know, like it's more like a unique sweater, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm envisioning here that maybe when you like decide to change clothes, then you're putting them in like this bag to be sent off. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and my yes. mom gets mad because she'll like get me like this unique, wonderful piece. And she's like, you're only going to wear it once, aren't you? I'm like, maybe not. Like I'll leave it in the closet and like a year later, I'm like, that probably needs to go. I believe, you know, so it depends. What got you started on this? Kind I of have always adventure. liked to thrift. My mom sometimes doesn't see the vision. Like I'll put on an outfit or I'll like hold like something up that's from the rack. And she's like, I don't see what you're going to do with that. But she's kind of trusted me. And I always... I feel like I want my clothing to, like, explain what I'm feeling inside with my personality. So I tend to wear some unique things. So today you have on a pink vest. Yes, which I'll probably re-wear. Like, this is kind of like a lot of my puffer coats because it's so cold outside. Mm -hmm. I'll probably keep this. But, you know, go, like, white underneath or gray underneath. Okay, so pink, black undershirt and jeans. And I can't see your shoes. Pink Converse high tops, okay? Uh So how are you feeling today? I feel good. I actually think these vests are definitely just for fashion appeal. I was very cold today. <laughs> My arms were really cold walking outside. Well, I was going to say, this is radio, so you can't see. And, and if you don't know, Peyton, like, literally, every time I see her, it's like she's walked out of this magazine. I'm not, I'm not kidding. She has this, like fashion sense about her so I'm like impressed and I'm, I'm kind of getting inspired by this not that I'm going to do something different every day but <laughs> you always look cute you always look cute thanks but I'm I'm impressed that you've got that much creativity I mean that's Thank that's you. what it's showing you I mean you've got innovation and creativity and, and a shopping addiction you <laughs> yeah, know that okay, as well. well I wasn't going to talk about that <laughs> but it's a, it's a cheap one yeah. yes no yeah. I love to thrift everyone should thrift yes and like clothes they wash you know like the dorm yes. wash machines okay they're not amazing but it does get the goodwill smell off of it you know don't be afraid Mm -mm, mm -mm. I agree Peyton um, you are a wonderful student at LCU we're thankful for you uh, thankful for all the ways you serve the the students Mm -hmm. the student body uh, from from Master Follies to Student Development Board to our volleyball team Uh, you're engaged you're involved my one of my last questions as we uh, start to wrap up is how has God worked in your life here at Lubbock Christian So, especially for me, I grew up in a Christian home, so I grew up going to church camps. And that's something that if you aren't familiar with LCU, LCU offers church camps. So, something that I saw like God really working in my life is I got the opportunity to be on the other side. Like, I was a camp counselor. We have the high school camp called Encounter and then the middle school called Champion. And that was one way, like, my whole life I grew up going to camps. And I just never kind of realized how much work it does, like, take to be a camp counselor. And so, like... Whenever I was in, like, halfway through the encounter week, I was like, wow, I'm exhausted, I'm drained. But it just took, like, a lot of praying, and that's when I saw, like, how fulfilling it was to give back to kids. And for me in my life, like, I just never have had been in a spot where I can have the opportunity to really share the gospel with kids. And I loved it. Like, that's why I kind of thought about changing my major. Like, maybe I need to do something more like that because it was so fulfilling. It made me feel so good. And I mean, I still get text messages from these little girls like every day. And so that's one way I know that God worked in my life that I would not have ever had an opportunity to do if it wasn't for LCU. So definitely, if you come to LCU, try to be a camp counselor because it was the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done and probably the most exhausting, but yes, totally worth it. 
Yeah, you're on 24 hours a day when you're a camp counselor. Yeah, for seven days. I like thought I was sleeping and I would hear a knock at the door. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> well, I just I'm, thank you, Peyton. Yeah. Thank you all uh, so much. I'm, I'm excited to see you grow on the Student Development Board. I'm excited to see what how God's going to use you, not just here, but uh, just going into the future. And one of the things that we talked about today a lot was homecoming. Mm-hmm. And uh, 10 years from now, we want you coming back. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> we want you involved and engaged and uh, being a part of the specialness of LCU going forward. Mm-hmm. Lisa, as we close up, uh, can you talk about homecoming and how you sign up or where you get information? Because we've sent postcards out. We've done a lot of those kind of things. But if you're listening to the show for the first time and you say, look, I want to get back to homecoming, how do you do that? You go to lcualumni.com. That is an alumni website specific for all alumni. You go to the first page and you'll see events listed there and there'll be a homecoming 2024. You click on that and it'll take you to a page where it shows you a register button and it also shows you the full schedule so you can go through in there and you can pick each individual thing you want to go to build your itinerary so that when you print that out you'll know exactly where or or when you see it in your email you'll know exactly what you signed up for but that helps everybody know how much to prepare for their different reunions and everything so we really encourage everybody to go on to that lcualumni.com Wonderful. And to our students, Peyton Murray and Brennan Riker, thank you so much for being a guest on today's show. To Lisa Fraze, thank you for all you do for Lubbock Christian University. And um, take care of yourself over the next month because um, uh, we got a lot going. Yes. And thank you for everything you do, Raymond. All right. Uh, that is the Shappen Show. And thank you for tuning in to 99.1 Shap Radio. Thanks for listening to LCU's podcast. For more content like this, go to lcu.edu.